Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Advanced Analytics NBA Season Finals Wrap-Up. We're a few weeks late, guys, let's be honest. But Paul's on Reddit right now, um, checking his phone to, quote, study up for the podcast. Paul, your research going well? Nah. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> also, um, somewhere in Auckland... Probably also on Reddit, studying up for the podcast. It's JT. Not on Reddit. Haven't been Reddit for what, probably 18 months. Well, why not? Nah, I go to Reddit all the time. <laughs> well, I thought you were a moderator on uh, R the Donald and you got suspended. Yeah, that that was going to be my gag, but I didn't know if you guys were professional enough to do a callback from last <laughs> week. I think it, I can, and I. I can't remember when it actually got suspended. It's probably more like three years ago now. I'm not. Um, I'm not good enough. Uh, to do that. Um. Anyway, uh, my name is Guy Williams. That's Paul and JT. It's time for the NBA podcast we call Advanced Analytics. So this is going to be quite a meta episode, I reckon. Well, not meta, but like, I don't know. I'm kind of having an existential basketball crisis as the NBA Finals end. And JT, you were negative on the playoffs kind of from the beginning, right? Round one, and you were like, this is shit. I was. I was correct. And Paul, you hit the wall. Your Atlanta Magic went out first round. You're pretty dark about that. And then you watched Russell Westbrook, and you're like, I've had enough. I'm sick no, of this shit. Well, no, I watched it all. Well, I got to the end of the NBA Finals, and I thought I was the most optimistic of the three. And, I mean, I was rooting against the Lakers, and I guess I was a little bit disappointed to see them walk to the championship. But... I got to the end of basketball for this year and just kind of thought, what was the point of that? Is it satisfying? Is it fun? Was that a good finals? Was that the worst finals ever? What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, what's the point of anything? I do get, like, you, have you got a good point there? Um, I often think that about the championships generally. Like, if I was an owner... As soon as you win the championship, like two minutes later, it doesn't matter anymore. Like you don't keep it. Do you know what I mean? It's just on your. I guess you're financially. Do you make more money? Yeah. Well, you br- maybe sell you're, more guess, jerseys. Yeah, your franchise. Beca- I mean, the Lakers must be worth like seven billion dollars now if the Utah Jazz can sell for two. Um, but yeah, I guess it just adds to the legacy, takes the pressure off everyone. But it's kind of weird. People who follow basketball, if you're not a, a, a fan of the team that wins, just kind of the next day. I think Everyone just like starts pl- planning. Yeah, planning but for next I think year. that's like an intentional kind of thing where like the ways you want to just minimize other teams' win kind of by just being like like nicking it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like at least that's like if the Lakers win. I want to. I want to be like, okay, sweet. On to next next year. Um, what's what's happening with the draft? Do you reckon it's partly um, just having no parade? Like, to me, that really... Because there's, like, a three-day yeah. news cycle after a win, yeah. and then it culminates with a parade, and, and then there's, like, a classic moment. That, I mean, like, that's what I think. Not right, having the fans right. is really makes it seem like not a, the big deal that it usually feels, I think. 
So I, I really noticed it last year when the team that I support, the Raptors, lifted the trophy. And that was exciting and obviously it was big because the whole of Canada kind of supports them. But I was just surprised that like other NBA players like don't even acknowledge that it happened. You know, like like the other players you think they'd go congratulations to Kyle Lowry or congratulations to LeBron. And I'm sure LeBron maybe because he's got a lot of, you know, fans in the league, maybe more people paid, paid respect to him. But like... The other players like just do some more sponsored posts on Instagram. Like they barely acknowledge that something's happened. Yeah, but they. Wouldn't. I think that's a new thing, right? Like people just don't like. It's a pretty arbitrary thing to decide that a championship is really that important. I'd be happy just getting the paycheck. <laughs> so if you were playing in the NBA, you'd just be like playing just well wouldn't enough care. to get a big a max contract. The Lakers would win, and JT would tweet. Congrats to me for getting ten million dollars this year. <laughs> so, what player would you be if if you were that player? Who's a player on a max contract who seems to not care that much about winning? Like, does that make you like Paul George or is that um, Devin Booker? Who would you be? No, if I you th- were I'd like to think of myself more as like a Lou Williams. Yeah. Yeah, just a real like character guy. But like not necessarily good character. But but if if Lou, <laughs> <laughs> but if Lou Williams if if Lou Williams is battling for like he's not if his if his only job is to get checks like he's not getting max his main job is to it. win sixth man of the year. What what that's, I think that's why the Clippers might have fallen apart because um, uh, Montrez stole it from him. Ooh. Imagine the locker room vibe. It was apparently toxic, and it must have been about that six man award. Yeah. What about um? What about Al Horford, who is like on huge money and just seems to be quite like he he performs well enough, and he like lives up to his contract sometimes. I, but most of the time, he just seems to not give a shit. No, I love Al. Horford. I think he wants it. Yeah, I love Al Horford, and I, and for me, I think Philly's been a mess, and I don't blame Al Horford for anything that happened this year. So. Let me ask you guys, was that the worst NBA Finals? And it wasn't the Heat's fault necessarily. Like, they were the, obviously the heavy underdogs going into it, but then injuries just, like, kind of rooted it. But was that the worst NBA Finals in living memory, or is it kind of normally like nah. that? Nah, no way. Last year was pretty uh, it's the worst one I've. It's the worst one I've recognized. What about seen. two years ago? Warriors-Cavs. And they swept them 4-0. I don't think it was quite a sweep, was it? Or I was think it was literally yeah, but it was it? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's got to be... East- that was worse. Yeah, that was worse. That was so bad. Le- LeBron's had a Wasn't few bad East, ones. Wasn't the East still exciting? Not necessarily. Oh, no, but we're just talking finals, right? We're, I was talking about finals, oh, oh, but yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm with you. No, I don't think it's the West finals. And not at all. Well, I, How I, good was game three? So good. Yeah, I think it was quite... There's some cool storylines. Yeah. I liked it when um, What's-His-Face Willie Wonka back on for a little bit. <laughs> who? Who? Oh, Dragic. Uh, Dragic, that yeah. Was um, hard. Like, that to me, cool. that had big Make-A-Wish vibes. Like, oh, totally. Like they were like, it's his dream to play in the finals. He can't walk, but let's get him out there, get him some minutes. Well, as I, as I recall, Paul, I texted you saying, "Adjust." Oh, I think you offered that um, um, hypothesis, and I said, "Yeah, I think it looks like they know they're going to lose, and they just want to give him a finals appearance." But you rightly yeah. pointed out he already had an appearance in the yeah, first game. Yeah, he had an appearance, but um, yeah, give him another go. Get some, get some court time out there. Have it. Did he get a bucket around. in that first game? Surely, <laughs> I reckon. Um, That's I, what I, I thought I'd, I'd beg to get back in. Yeah, but it's 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 like when you're making your team worse by being injured. 
I actually thought the the heat looked a bit better um, without um, um, Adebayo. And don't get me wrong, I think is a great player. Not quite the MVP candidate you picked, um, JT, but still still a good player. But they actually looked better with just Jimmy Butler they, doing all yeah, the creation they and needed, just spacing it with some they, Yeah, they needed to go shooter three, three point. You feel like me and Paul have been saying that for weeks, guy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, feel well, like you should have served up a piping cold on the on us. podcast <laughs> if we haven't already. Did I just like cook up a, a hot meal and then put it in the fridge and then uh, pull it out five days later and try and serve it up? Yeah, but you didn't nah, more like you, more like me and Paul cooked it up. Yeah. we put it in the fridge. You, you came home and then tried to serve it to someone else. And yeah. I ate it. I ate it expired, and it gave me food poisoning, and now I got diarrhea. Mm. But JT, you put a hundred dollars on Adebayo um, uh, being the MVP. Let's talk about that. Uh yeah, but I, I broke. I broke even. He stands him. What do you mean you broke even? Did you also did you hedge your bets with a a, a bet on Lakers winning? I got some. Uh, I had put a lot of money on the four-two result, and that, and I had a couple of interesting, like multi, single-game multis, half-time, full-time type stuff. Okay. Point sh- points difference. Oh my god! I yeah, can't, I can't. Imagine. I need bet. I bet once a year on the finals. Oh wow! I can't imagine giving a shit about betting on the half-time score. Like that just seems so boring to me. Oh, I was just real inspired by that. Um, what's that movie? Uh, the Gems one. Uncut gems. Yeah, yeah, I was inspired <laughs> by that. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Hey, here's a here's a crazy pit. If there's one takeaway I got from that movie, it's that <laughs> gambling is good. <laughs> um, here's a um, here's a um, a terrible bit of NBA trivia for you guys. Who played in the first NBA Finals? I bet you can't even guess one of the teams. It was in 1947. Are you, are you saying players or teams? Teams. Which teams in the first NBA Finals in 1947? Detroit Pistons. No. Milwaukee Bucks. Nah. No. Philly won. Um, I know that. Oh, didn't Philly win the whole thing? They're the first champion ever? Yeah. I think you're right. Philadelphia I've got 76ers. no idea who the other team is. Philadelphia 76ers. Not wrong. Oh. What? He said they won. It was the Philadelphia oh, Warriors. Damn, and oh, the oh, Sacramento um, Whippersnappers or something. <laughs> the, the Sacramento Thunder Knights. No, they're probably from some really weird place. The Chicago Stags. Um, Philadelphia oh, Warriors. Did they, have they become the Bucks, though? Uh, no idea. I could not tell you. It, I mean, it sounds possible. So I might have been right. Eddie Gottlieb was the Eddie Gottlieb was that famous coach, eh? Like the first camp famous coach before Red Auerbach or whatever, right? Uh, Possibly. Yeah. So because oh, um, I think they won that. I think they won that first series four-one, and then from memory they beat the Baltimore Bullets. Uh, they lost the Baltimore Bullets the next year four-two from just, memory. And just wow. bring coached up. by Buddy Jeanette. Wow. Are you, you're reading this surely? No, nope, this is from memory. Wow. Wow. Um, JT the other day told me that I was the smartest. I was, he was my smartest friend. So he's got huge calls and he is living up to those expectations. Wait, he told you that he was a, your smartest friend? Yes. Wow. There was context. There was context. But okay. it, was, it was funny. I, I make you look like an asshole, JT. But you're a hell of a nice guy and very intelligent oh, thank at the same you. time. Um, here's some facts. Uh, 
just looking up the um, Paul doesn't have his computer in front of him, so he can't do his, his traditional googling. Yeah, Thanks. I'm. I just want to say I've, I'm the least prepped I've ever been for an episode. Have you ever prepped? I can't believe you've ever prepped for nah, an episode. there's sometimes I'm too prepped. If anything, yeah, it really shows in the, when you listen back to it. Uh, I'm just sorry, man. That was too mean. Okay, the Warriors swept the Cavs um, two uh, two years ago. Um, they also four one to the Cavs. The Heat four one to the Thunder. The Spurs swept the Cavs, and the Lakers swept the Nets. So there's been a lot of terrible finals out there. And I think the first thing I want to say is we've got to get rid of conferences and just there's got to be a slightly better way of doing it. Because I felt quite disappointed, and maybe it was just the way the chips fell. Like obviously the Warriors had, uh, sorry, the Rockets had COVID and fall ap- fell apart. The Clippers blew a shocking lead, so the Nuggets managed to get to the Western Conference Finals was after, and the Heat got injured. But like it was just amazing how easily the Lakers. They kind of won the championship without ever really being tested. Like they had a few close ga- close games, but every series was four two or four one. Like they really, really walked there quite simply in the end. Like, like even if you look back at the Warriors series, they at least went seven games with the Rockets in the Western Conference and stuff like that. Have, have either of you seen any of the LeBron haters conspiracy theories? That's no, like it, was, it was all a setup. I'm so keen. Tell me what it was. Oh, well, that's basically it. There's people, like, alleging the whole thing was set up. And by, by how, like, by the league, I guess. But like, LeBron a title. But so what, so the Clippers, like, took took money so the, the Lakers wouldn't have to play them or something? Uh, I don't I, I don't think there's much of a theory behind it, but they just they just want to use the name Lee Cakewalk, which is not, not even, a, like, a good slam nickname. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because well, isn't that like to... more a prop to him being like, I was all pretty like amazing how you just cakewalked all over these other professional athletes? It's like um, it's like when you hear a COVID conspiracy theory and they're like, well, they've created a, a, a virus so they can vaccinate us all, so they can, um, they can uh, track us, they can inject the vaccine, which will have the tracking beam in it, and when they can track us, they can control us, and when they control us, they can kill us. And you're like, well, why don't they just skip all those hard steps and nanotechnology and amazing tracking devices just by setting off the virus well, that kills us in the first place. Well, guess what? They already skipped the skip. Oh, they've already got the outcome. It's called a mobile phone, which everybody has. Which tracks everybody I, anyway, yeah. I, 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 interviewed a, I interviewed a flat earther conspiracy theory who was, who was right into all this stuff, and I never checked whether she was carrying a phone on her. I should have done that. So one thing, I mean, yeah, I've, obviously that's stupid, but... Um, I've been in, in reading a lot of interesting stuff about China. Eh? They've really benefited over this. They've, uh, China is this going to go Sorry. like weirdly conspiratorial? No, like when my I dad talks give, about I, China, I, I, it's a bad I wanted time. to do it. I wanted to do a gag just for the record. I did not believe it was a China manufactured virus. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. Um, yeah, my dad was big on that for a period of time, and it was a, it was a dark time in my life. Um, but just, could I, I, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm bringing up discussions that people don't, don't want to talk about because it's too real, but I was just getting quite, like, I was, like, watching the NBA, and I enjoyed the Raptors this year, and I've enjoyed supporting the Raptors for the last five or six years, but I'm like, what really, when we watch NBA teams, when the players can move as fluidly as they can, like, obviously Kawhi possibly should have stayed at Toronto. Oh, don't get me wrong, I, I'm sure the Clippers will be back next year, and Barma will go deep into the tax, and they'll, they'll be one of the favourites next year as well when they... Um, have their Wait, shit together. But who's the coach? Tyron Lue. They got T. Lue. But he's supposed to be a morale guy, right? And that's what they need. They need a bit of No, but that, isn't that what um, Doc Rivers was? Oh, yeah, Doc Rivers was also a morale guy. Yeah, good point, good point. Um, 
But my point was my point was going to be is that like Kawhi just moved to Los Angeles, LeBron and AD just moved to Los Angeles, assemble a super team, go and win a I'm, championship. I'm just annoyed that I I think my the, my reason for kind of thinking that they would make the finals was more that I was hoping that would be the case just because I didn't I hated the Lakers so much. Yeah. But I I'm gutted I didn't go with my I I feel like I had a deep down theory that. Kawhi has been incredibly lucky with the teams he's played for mm. and that in a team that's not really well run, he's going to get exposed a little bit. He was pretty good though. In his defense, he was their only good player. Yeah, and he was putting up like pretty good numbers. But yeah, he... But he, on paper, they had lots of good players, didn't, don't you? Reckon? They did, but they all underperformed and played like arse except for him. JT, you got any thoughts on the Clippers? Uh... Yeah, so I think I've got some thoughts about Doc being known as a morale guy, and I actually have off. I've had a theory for a long time that um, African American coaches, Uh-oh. it's a form of like race, a form of yeah. racism where people just say they're a morale guy because they're black, and that's the only evidence. Like, I don't think there's wasn't there mad beef in the Celtics, mad beef all throughout the first Clippers stuff, and then I saw the same headlines being like, oh, Doc can manage good big personalities, but isn't all the evidence that he couldn't? No, no. Um, well, Doc got props for like he like was like a good leader through a lot of things. Like during COVID, Black Lives Matter. Like people turned to him. So it might not be of his team specifically, but just like of the franchise and of the NBA, he was influential and instrumental in the. Um, man, that was good rhyming from me. In the um, st- the the Barmer situation when the Clippers were changing ownership, and you know, like he's just been well. He that's why he seems good. But yeah, in the I'm with room, JT that it's a racist thing where. They'll be like Brad Stevens, tactical genius. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, uh, you know, um, yeah, Doc Rivers. Locker There's room a lot guy. of coded language in, um, in Nick sport. Nurse. Oh, never... the the um, man, the defensive schemes out of this world. The but basketball then, IQ, crazy. But, but just, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here but JT you hate Doc Rivers like there's got to be something good about him like he's I guess he's a good regular season coach like he does there's something positive about him it doesn't seem to be X's and O's so then you just we say should watch that room. there's like that Netflix show I don't know what it's about but it's called like the coach's headspace or something and he's like the the poster wow I don't know what it is but we should watch it because I reckon he's like well so often with NBA coaches there's often a lot of coaches where I'm like they don't seem good, and they're like they've been fired, and then they get rehired again by someone else. And so I've got a theory on this, Paul. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you continue. You finish, Matt. No, I've got I'm a good like, theory. I'm like, I feel like a lot of them. Sometimes I'm like, I can just tell this person's like does a good interview with, like, you know, they know how to go in and be like, here's what I'm yeah. gonna do, and that's obviously like a big part of it is just going in and just like making a connection with whoever's making the hiring decisions. And making an impression. I don't know. It is it is very hard to pin down like what the coach is contributing and sometimes you're like when Phil Jackson was a coach, you're like, This guy's a genius and then when he was a GM, you're like, This guy doesn't know anything about basketball and needs to leave the industry. Sorry, I, JT. I actually think he made some great moves going big into Joakim Noah. <laughs> I would have done the same. Yeah, great. it was a great decision. Uh I was just gonna say it's exactly like a corporate environment, right? Like mm-hmm. so one, I'm sure Doc has Lots of he's probably like a five out of ten at everything across the board. He can probably like manage an owner, good with the press. Yeah. Well, he's probably like a ten with the press, but he's not, and that's like good enough really. And then maybe you get the right mix of things that it works out. Yeah, but I reckon it's it, at that level, 
um, the players aren't really training. Everyone is pretty awesome. It's less... To be as successful as an X's and O's guy, I think there's like limited options for you. I think you're probably more career longevity from being an all-rounder, but you just look like an idiot because the coaching part's the most obvious. Yeah, well, I, I'm really interested in coaches like um, D'Antoni, who seem like really good at like revolutionizing the game, but then like in-game seem terrible, in my opinion. Like I, I feel like D'Antoni, like, he sets up the Rockets in a way that they can be devastating, and then, but then he just when he's when you're actually watching a series that he's coaching, I'm like, this guy seems like an idiot who is making a lot of mistakes. But you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know how they're going to manage egos. And it's, it is really hard to judge coaching, I guess. But I did think we got to. So I'd have. Sorry, you got I'd have a different. I'd have a different sideline coach. I've had this exact thought. Do you remember when you know how Pop has like, like just thrown some games away by doing crazy stuff like either A, not changing anything, or just, like, boneheaded end-of-game plays. Yeah, he, he... I was thinking, yeah, why not take him out and just have a different sideline guy? Like, a younger guy who's just maybe just there, or girl, or, you know, or person, girl. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, they're just there to ex- execute the in-game strategy, and they're just maybe a bit quicker. Yeah, and coach and, and Pop does, like, the quarter time, the, the big ones... And then someone else exactly. is just there for the... Yeah, because there's a lot for a head coach to do. I, I know he's got like 15 associates there. But I like the idea of like subbing out the yeah, head coach. Yeah, I think that's said. really cool. So Someone's getting heated and then they're like, someone goes over and is like, tag out, tag out. <laughs> yeah. So you have, you have five coaches on rotation and you have a coach of the coaches who subs in the coaches. Yeah, that's great. The yeah, coaches... That would be sick. It does seem like... They, um, you know how they often the coaches do do a little huddle. Yeah. But one thing I, I mean, I kept meaning to do it where I was going to start timing the timeouts because man, in this playoffs, like they're starting to take the purse. How oh, long this they is are. how I watch NBA now. I wait for the game to be well over. I don't check any social media, and then I um, just fast forward through everything. And if the game takes forty five minutes, it's fun to watch. This is how I watch the game. I wake up. It's game time because I've slept in until midday. <laughs> okay. I turn on the game. I watch it in its entirety. Watching the ads. I just sit there. Feel terrible. And then the game ends and it's bedtime because the game has gone until <laughs> like late. Into, it's like the whole day has gone. And and you've memorized every one of those. Um, Twi- we've got a 24 the, seconds 24 with Tyler seconds. Hero. You, got, or, um, you guys want to know how I watch a game? How? Okay, first I make sure that I've I've got my TNT with Intel TrueVR package. Step one, I check the compatibility of my NBA on TNT VR experience powered by Intel TrueVR with my Oculus Go. I install the Oculus Go app, then I get the NBA on TNT VR app. I select the live or on-demand content you'd like to see. <laughs> if I select the live game or full game replay, I enter my cable account information when prompted. Step four, I enjoy the game. What? Are you joking? Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. Oh, you guys I, not see I those was just ads? about to say that you're the smartest um, person I know. <laughs> so what? What, what, oh, what ads? What are you talking about? I don't, I don't get any ads. Oh, I get them on I get them on YouTube when I watch like the TNT stuff. It's like oh, the wow. dumbest looking thing ever. That um, it's like a virtual. It's just like you put a headset on and watch a game. But I don't understand but, how it's better than wait, watching on TV. But maybe ad, it is. Do you get that ad on YouTube? Uh huh. Man, it's so crazy when. I always just assume everyone gets the same ads as me, but like the target because the targeting for me is off. 
like the main thing I get is Monday.com, and it's like, so you, <laughs> so you've been managing a lot of teams. Well, um, like here's use Monday.com to help you manage your team. It's like I ain't managing no teams, like apart from like fantasy teams, but it's meaning like office. It thinks I'm like running some offices or something. It <laughs> thinks you're Doc Rivers or a coach's coach who's coaching yeah. multiple coaches. Monday.com, if you're listening, you are greatly overestimating how many teams I'm managing. I subscribe to, um, I have an ad blocker and I subscribe to YouTube Premium. Is that embarrassing to say out loud? Nah, I used to have YouTube Premium, but I just didn't, wasn't really getting the benefits. But I I'm actually like, like a big YouTuber now, so maybe I'll get YouTubers, it back. YouTube is so effed up. I'm not a big YouTuber, just they have a lot of comedy albums on there illegally. It's just crazy how Google just makes billions of dollars a year off stolen content. Like oh, and also how much how much right-wing stuff I get served by, like, I'll, like, say, you know, you search for something even, like, tangentially uh, right-wing, yeah. you just get started getting Ben Shapiro up the wazoo. Yeah, it's yeah. messed up, man. Um, and he sucks. He's the worst. Um, I, I also disagree with Ben Shapiro. Yeah, we should all say that in case YouTube start like listening to this and maybe they won't send us Ben Shapiro. Um, Holy shit, if Trump wins on Tuesday... He's going to lose. I'm calling oh, it. No, 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 no. Oh, I should tweet that because you know how... So for anyone who doesn't know, um, our Twitter account, I, I basically... I think I'm the only one with a login. But that guy and Paul. Yeah, I've been trying to break a news story. By guessing the result. Well, yeah, kind of. Taking an educated guess. And so far, it has been crazy how... There was even one where I was like, the Black Caps have won the Cricket World Cup. And like, there, there was like a 98% chance they were going to win it. Yeah. And then somehow they choked and lost in the most amazing comeback ever. Yeah. And then New Zealand went out and hit the winning runs for England. It was crazy. And it was like, so man. You didn't, you didn't break that, unfortunately. No, I came incredibly so close. So you're going to break that Trump loses. Well, yeah, poll, I think I'm going to break that Trump loses. The po but the polls are saying he's going to lose badly. But um, the yeah, polls are going to lose to Hillary yet. badly. But we could break the story. Well, but no, we couldn't because it, we'll, we'll at least break it close to the election time. We're like still about four, five days out. JT, no, but you, someone might listen to this and try and break it first. JT, you think Trump's going to lose? Well, all I think is Joe Biden's got to start answering some tough questions. Oh, can we ask it? This is the biggest cover-up <laughs> in American history. JT, you can't make these jokes. If, Trump, <laughs> if, if, if some American listeners to this podcast vote Trump because of you, I'm going to be... If, if, if Trump wins, America is... And it's a shame because I again? love America. They're done. They're done. If they re-elect him. Like they're just well, the world's done, unfortunately, because I don't think the environment's got the... Ba the, uh, the um, what's the word? like extra room the elasticity the breathing space yeah, yeah. The bre a lot of breathing space that was nice because it kind of works on multiple levels as well and also um weed referendum tomorrow let's go 420 so I've, I've, I've taken us a little bit off course but i was just going to ask this gave me this finals gave me an existential crisis into what are you rooting for in the nba really when when ad could just leave the team that he was you know drafted by and you know built up a legacy with the brow just go to Los Angeles, be LeBron's second fiddle and win. Um, with this team that has Rondo on it, who's supposed to be a Lakers legend. Like, playing for a team, I mean, this has been like this, uh, this is a really, this is another stone cold take, almost means nothing now w with player movement and stuff like that. And I'm like, really, if you're rooting in the NBA, it makes me appreciate people who just like follow LeBron and just support the Cavs and then support the Lakers. I think that's a valid type of fandom. But I think now, 
you're really rooting because you can't root for owners, right? Like that's horrific. You're kind of rooting for GMs, I feel like, in the NBA. And that's maybe just my view on what I'm rooting for. But like if you're picking a team and yeah, it's just like GM is really what you're rooting for. the main skill but you're rooting for and stuff like that. Aren't you rooting for players? Like, isn't that always been the same with the NBA? Like, that's why they market players. So I'm a, I would be a fan of individual players. I don't really care about what team they're on. I hate certain franchises, but I'm really just making a decision based on who my favorite player yeah, is. But in I assume series. Jordan Bulls fans stay with the Bulls, and I mean, I mean, I know they're people fake. like, nah. I, I, you meet people in New Zealand who are like, I'm Knicks fans because I loved them in 1998. Yeah, no, you stick with it. I, I'm. You no, that's the a traditional fan, that fandom pool. But like, how many times do the magic have to kick you in the nuts and stomp no, on your face? And you know, yeah, but it's all part of it. It's all part of supporting a team. Is is the, the lows and the but highs? But what what are you supporting really when you think about the team? Yeah, well, I mean, but that's the that's color any scheme, sport. like yeah. the yeah logo and a color scheme and a, a well, boss family. When you support like international rugby or soccer, for example you're supporting your home country where you're born or where you live is like what, what you normally go for. And it's good because mm. the players are representing a country. Yeah, but so we're from Nelson nice. and otherwise like we're just going to watch the NBL. No, no, we can support teams over, but I'm just like in the NBA with the way the mm. players leave and move and stuff. I don't know. It's like because I'm quite a big Kawhi fan. You, just, you don't have to watch. Yeah. Well, JT, do you, do, you have any, do you have any thoughts on this? Like who do you support? Uh yeah, I sort of get where you're both coming from, but I just don't think it's a problem. I just think, I don't think it matters if you don't support a team. Like, everything, nothing has any meaning. Like, you just have to invent your own meaning in life, right? So, Paul Paul has a better experience by supporting one team consistently, well, and I just think that's bloody great. The, it's so rewarding. Like, yeah, the lows are low. When have the Atlanta Magic ever rewarded you? Like off, like often, multiple times in a season, there'll be games where you you just want to cry because you're, you know, when the Lake when the Magic went into LA and Mark Alfolds oh, tore the Lakers to shreds, you just want to cry, and wow. sometimes you do. Wow, and that's beautiful. Yeah, and it's like yeah, they didn't win the season. But it was worth it for those little moments. Let me put this scenario, though. The way the NBA is going, what happens if, like, say, I'm just trying to think of another player. Devin Booker, I don't know where his contract is. I assume he's probably locked in. I wanted to bring him up, actually. What if what if Devin Booker and who's another guy just floating around? Giannis, next season, just go, we're going to take $10 million salaries. We're going to join the Brooklyn Nets. And Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving... And Giannis Antetokounmpo are just going to be the monsters and just stomp all over the league. I don't think they do. Kyrie will find a way to to ruin them. to ruin that team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, but you get what I mean. Like, what if um, what if next year um, uh, Paul George goes? Uh, my contract with the Clippers is over, and I'm moving to the Lakers. You know, like mm. I do think it's a bit broken because recently as well, I've like I never really used to think it was a thing. But recently, I've been like, man, where you live is such a big, is such huge. It's so big, such huge. Massive. It's such huge. Such huge. We and that's good take. And so, like, people always talk about like guys wanting to go and live in LA, 
Mm. And it's like, I used to always be like, oh, it's so annoying. Just go to Milwaukee and be a hero yeah. and get streets named after you. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, living in, you know, Cleveland I, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, if you would rather just be like, oh, I want to go play for Especially the when in Milwaukee, like that NBA player got like racially profiled at a jewelry store and stuff. Like that's a pretty racist town, Milwaukee. Sorry, JT, you and the I was just going to say the more medium-sized American cities you go to, they're shitholes. <laughs> like, they're not... I, I'm, uh, <laughs> like, I'm sure there's nice things to do, but at least if you live in a small New Zealand town, you've got beautiful wilderness everywhere and, and no one racially profiling you. Well, potentially that's not true, but... No, there's a lot you, of racial, you certainly, racial profiling in New Zealand. They don't yeah, have, it's, it's they don't have quite, guns, at least. It's not quite, yeah. At least I mean, the racists aren't as, 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 as armed. Well, I meant for athletes specifically. We're yeah. still athletes, but... um. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying, all. and it's my it's my theory because people on Twitter, if I tweet about Trump, um, I'm not not a big fan. Um, people go like, "You're a New Zealander. Why do you care? Like, get you out of our business." And it's like because I love America. I've grown up being brainwashed by Home Alone and Indiana Jones, and I love America and I love the Chicago Bulls. And awesome. what I realized, did I have a send this take before? I'm trying to turn it into a stand up comedy bit, and it's not very funny. But I'm just like, what's weird about America is that. What they've done is they've done like when your mum tells you to tidy your room, but you don't want to tidy your room. So you just like make, you just throw the bed sheet over in like a good way and then just put all the trash into the corner so no one can see it. And that's what America's done genius. They're like New York City, unbelievable. Los Angeles, one of the greats. Las Vegas, great if you want to party. Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. And then they're just like, you're like, hey, what's going on here in Alabama? And they're like, don't look there, don't look there, you're not allowed, don't look there. And you're like, oh, what's going on in um, Missouri? And they're like, you're not allowed to go there. This is just don't pretend that doesn't exist. Don't go back to New York. Go back. To, it's gonna be fine. They're like they're a genius country where they've just like put all their positives into a few places and just forgot about the rest of it. Also annoying to be like you're not American because as if like America isn't a big part of the world. Yeah. I also hate when people go, um, uh, why do you care about the US election? Oh, no, why, uh, New Zealand said, why do you care about the US election, bro? The world doesn't revolve around America. It literally does revolve around them. The Western world, revolt. they're the center of the Western world. People often important. say, like, the world doesn't, they'll be like, oh, that guy thinks the world revolves around him. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, yeah, his world does. Revolve does. He's him. the main character. <laughs> like, <laughs> And Trump, like, the world, he is right. Like, people are like, Trump's an egotist. Well, it's worked because the, the world literally does. Like, people do hang on to every one of his tweets, unfortunately. Um, I'm really going to miss Don Jr. i got to say, I love Don Jr. Don't, you're jinxing it, bro. Don't talk about it in past tense. I reckon Don Jr. could be back, man. I mean, he'll probably be running in a couple, well, couple he's years. He's planning it. And he, said, and he said his reason to run was to make the libs cry. And I was like, that's an that's a honorable reason to run, to piss off your opponents. That's... Seems like a great idea. What did he What did he say in that video, JT? His algorithms. Yeah, he is going to affect his um his runners <laughs> that his algorithms are getting um devastated or something. What did he By say? Instagram. Oh yeah, and his favorite word. I just love it how he says asinine like ten times of an interview. He loves the word asinine. <laughs> what does asinine mean? Like um trivial. It's idiotic. Idiotic. Yeah, asinine. You, yeah idiotic. It is a good so word. So I listen to a lot. I listen to a couple of um legit crazy right-wing podcast just to see what they're saying and it's incredible how all they do is talk about how many twitter like they're obsessed by twitter and all they do is talk about how many followers they had on twitter before they got purged and how many <laughs> like how twitter's uh um whatever like what do they call it like shadow banning them and stuff 
It's, but what I don't understand is Twitter is a private company, right? I don't get why this is the government's involved in them at all. Yeah, it's um, it's it's pretty amazing that Twitter has just gone so awful. The other day I went on there and I can't even. Remember, I was just trying to search um, ACT, a political party in New Zealand, and immediately with that didn't come up. What came up was some American tweets, and they but they're talking about New Zealand, and they were talking about how New Zealand has like forced camps where they force people to go to quarantine for COVID. And it's just like... Oh, yeah, this is Laura Ingram said this on Fox. Yeah, and I was... I live in New Zealand, and I'm pretty sure that's not the... It's just... Ro- you know, it's just... People just... I mean, okay, I'm just... Another cold, tepid... Did you do your own research? People just lie, yeah. No, I have not... I haven't or done did my you just research. take mainstream media? I just took um, my experience of living in New Zealand and it being a very... Uh, a generally pretty chilled-out place. Uh, I don't think I wanna, we have internment camps as far as I'm I want to go back to basketball. No I way. know this is the election special. Yeah. But um, <laughs> did you guys see the Kim Kardashian tweet? Um, oh, my God. That went kind of viral. About her um, get, escaping yes. to a private After two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could pretend things were normal just for a brief moment in time. We danced, rode bikes, swam near whales, <laughs> kayaked, <laughs> watched a movie on the beach, and so much more. I realize that for most people, this is something that is so far out of reach right now. So in moments like these, I am humbly reminded how privileged my life is. Hashtag, this is 40. <laughs> but what was interesting was uh, Tristan Thompson in the photo. Uh, Same with the D-Book. And, yes, Devin Booker in the background behind Scott Disick. Did they get into the Kardashian bubble? They, yes. they were there. Well, That's so um, I guess Tristan, despite... Um, was Kanye easy there, or was he taking some time off for his presidential campaign? I don't think he was there. No. Oh, actually, easy was not photographed. Fortieth birthday is like quite a big birthday to miss. So, but so that's genius. I, I reckon she's done that on purpose, knowing that it's gonna get like blasted. It's just marketing. Yeah. Right. You reckon? Yeah. I de- definitely. I I don't. I th- I think she knew. I thought she was acknowledging it by saying like how privileged we are. But well, the comedy thing about it was like. This is extremely. This is when people talk about privilege. They talk about like not getting like racially profiled. They don't mean like living on a a, a private jet island with your closest billionaire friends. It's too subtle. Or oh, maybe she's playing on a level. I must say, I, my respect for Kim Kardashian West goes up every day. She seems all right. This this is the, her most recent tweet was. <laughs> now that I have your that was te- a weird take, but that was not based on that post. It was based on other things. I don't think that post was that bad, was it? I mean, it was a bit moronic, but I mean. That was bad. That is so bad. Well, can you there explain to me why it is bad? Because I don't really understand why. Because there's like eight eight million people just that have just just lost their jobs in the states. Yeah. People are like, it's great. Like it is humble. It'd be so. It's she's, just like the poorest taste. JT, she swam near uh, whales. <laughs> what would you do? I would. I'd be why kidding. do you have to sh- share it? I don't have a problem with her doing it. It's just this like yeah. thing where you just have to like Rags. rub your misery like. Yeah, and she, then, she has but done one. JT, that if, if my option was lose my job or go swim with near whales, I'd be swimming near whales. That'd be me. Just so, my so her preference. most recent one was now that I have your attention, this is a reminder to vote six days, and then just some weird photos of her posing on the private island again. But um, is it weird when people just always say vote what do and you mean? not um, specify who for? No, because you're trying to be like nonpartisan. Like the most yeah. important thing, if Trump gets elected, but like 
90% of America votes, you'd be like, okay, well, they've chosen that path. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the annoying thing is that the turnout's low. He lost the popular vote. Like, it's just such a effed system that, like, you're like, he won, and, like, so mm. few of America actually supported him. I think one of the main reasons he's going to lose is because last election, I think Cambridge Analytica did a crazy good job. Yeah, they did. They it was dodgy, yeah. but, man, was it effective. Yes. And this year, I think they don't have it because I'm getting targeted Trump stuff. And I'm like, man, you're way off. I can't even vote. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the other side of the but world. But if you could, you'd be voting Trump. So no. Um, Paul's a big Trump head. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I don't even know that Trump head. What do you call it? A mega. What do you call a Trump supporter? A maggot. A, tr- a Trump. A maggot. Um, do people say was that? Ray, was, Ray, was, was Ray J at the... Um, was pretty good. At the island? Ray J. No, I don't think so. Ray J. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Very topical joke there, um, JT. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, we should probably be wrapping this up. What, what more do we have to go? This is the election what? special. This is the election special. JT, you have we've, we've got to do the. We've got to do the. Oh, we've got to do the survey. We'll yeah, the survey. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is JT's NBA end of season survey. Drum roll, please. Hit us. Okay, so I'm going to read the questions and then I'm going to give the answers. I'm only going to do the ones where I've got two replies. I'm going to guess who answered it out of you two and then tell you the correct answer. So okay. for, for people who don't so know, the first J- question... JT gave us a Google Docs survey. But once you've done one guess, you'll then know whose form is whose. No. Uh, no, we'll figure it out. Uh, Me and Paul have both filled out the survey. I don't think it's going to be a problem, is it? What's the problem? Well, like all the answers are on one survey. So... Uh, yeah, okay, so you guys don't tell me. You guys just tell me at the end. We'll just do the five best. We'll best to maybe do like the so, six so best So me and, Paul have, um, me and Paul have both taken guesses, and JT knows the correct answer because it's in his head. All right, JT, hit us. Yeah. Okay, so you guys don't answer till the end. Yeah. Okay, worst near shave. Okay, worst near shave but not shaved haircut. Okay, so this is like the guy that, that really that should be shaving. Question. Like, not like who's the MVP or who's the finals MVP, just who's got the worst near shave haircut. <laughs> Okay, so here's the answers. Rajan Rondo, uh, a.k.a. Friar Rondo cut. No sides and little tiny dreads with a part down the middle. And Steve Blake. So, uh, I'm not sure Steve Blake's still active, but stand to be corrected. Uh, um, and Rajan Rondo is not really a near shave. So, unfortunately, both those are wrong. And the correct answer was Alex Crusoe. Oh, I, I, I got Alex Crusoe and Steve yeah, Blake confused. very clear. Like, I got confused. I mean, you know who Steve Blake... It's funny how Paul knows because he's been my brother for so long. No, I decided... When I say Steve Blake, JT, I clearly mean Alex Caruso. Right. Got you. <laughs> Did Steve Blake even play but for Lakers? I, I, knew, I knew that it was going to be controversial saying that Rondo's hair wasn't near shaved, but I just thought that he looked so bad in that one game against the Nuggets that I, I wasn't going to write anything else. <laughs> Friar Rondo. That's fair enough. I okay, bet, so if, 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 I you, know, if you Googled I know Steve Blake, now, but... Steve Blake would look bad. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, it's zero all. Actually, I'm going to give half a point to Paul. Yeah. So Paul's ahead. Zero. Well, the guy technically did get it right. Well, and his but head he got it right. He wrote one. a player who has been out of the league for like at least five years. <laughs> Which is even worse. My bad. Um. Okay. Most overrated white guy. The responses were maybe Kevin Love or Tyler Hero, and the second and Paul's uh, sorry guy's answer was Joe Ingles. Again, both wrong. How how did you know I put Joe Ingles? Well, because 
the That's forms. Because you said you did Steve Blake, you so you've given them all away. And so he can see. Oh, so I ruined it already. I'm so sorry. No, no, no but, but we fine. decided that was going to happen. Mm. It's, it's less guessing and more just let's hear yeah, people's fine. answers. So what was the correct answer? So you're both wrong. The correct answer is Gordon Hayward. Oh, Ooh. yeah, but he's a... I don't think he's rated. It would be my uh, argument. Would be I think he you're used to be rated, go. and now I don't think he's rated. Well, let's look at what the 2K ratings for Gordon Hayward are. Oh, I, yeah, can yeah. I argue that I think Gordon Hayward is, is massively overrated? I, I, I forgot he played in the NBA because he's injured so much. I yeah. don't want to be mean to him because he, he – well, I think he's a loser and I hate his, um, his haircut. <laughs> um, I, I don't like um, – At least the Celtics are good though. Like, look at the yeah. Cavs. But they but ESPN That's always Kevin reports on like when he's when he's coming back, when um, yeah. Gordon Hayward's coming back. And they're like, Gordon Hayward's coming back. And I was like, who cares? He's He's trash. But they always make a big deal of it. Um, oh. I, the correct answer is Well, Joe I'm actually Ingles. giving you... Nah, Joe no, Ingles I'm... is elite, man. No, he was so bad. Yes. They blew a 3-1 lead to the Nuggies. Because Joe yeah. Ingles can't no do that anything. I... No one that ugly can be rated. But, Paul, I'm giving you 0.25 points. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the reason I'm taking 0.25 away is because you did actually give me two names. Damn. <laughs> and I don't think saying maybe is okay in general quiz answering. Okay. But that's just some... That's just some constructive feedback. I nearly put Luca okay. for that because because guys Whoa. just love well, got, no, but guys love him so much. Yeah. He's like, like you'd assume Jordan. he was the like the new LeBron. MVP of last season. But he ba- he basically okay. was though. That's how. No, good but he, he, no, is, but he didn't. He like he was close. Or he he, he played a better season uh, than Giannis, than, who won the MVP. I was uh, not getting to it. Yeah, and just remember who's given the quiz. I am the ultimate Luca lover. Yeah, yeah, I know. So that's I would have given 10 points for that. That's why I, I okay. put it. Most annoying NBA writer, Kendrick Perkins and Woj. I'm, I'm going to give half a point to Guy here. I haven't actually seen Kendrick Perkins write anything. I put, I put, he writes um, tweets. <laughs> he writes tweets. He does. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's true. And they're annoying. He tries to fight his ex-teammates, eh? Like, he just tries to trash people. Yeah, he just says, um, <laughs> I think he just tries to... Uh, people up and he he, he succeeds <laughs> so that's good you were both wrong though so i'm afraid to say both wrong it's the correct answer is kevin o'connor of the I, ringer i was um like i don't know any nba writers because i you know i don't read any of that i um paul can't read yeah so um actually i'm gonna i'm gonna t- i'm gonna give paul the points because i don't read kevin o'connor's either i'm only going from his tweets <laughs> so by that logic, I think Paul should get another two, yeah, two point two five points. I don't read Woj either, but he's, he, I'm going off his tweets. He's he thinks he's yeah. The you already got point five. Oh, thank you. Okay, right. Next question: Worst NBA commentator, and why is it Mark Jackson? While it's first question, first answer is while it's probably Mark Jackson. He is uh, he is often accidentally very funny to me. Maybe Richard Jefferson. <laughs> Okay, uh, second one. Marv Albert, he's senile and he has serious allegations against him. Yeah. Uh, these are both great answers. I'm going to give you both a point. Yes. Um, the correct answer was Mark Jackson, but I'm going to give you both a point. Yeah. Um, what are the allegations against Marv, against Marv Albert? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, it's serious sexual assault I uh, thought I allegations. Seen... Oh, he was, wow. I think he was charged with battery, but um, it was pre- pretty, pretty dark. Also, the guy is... Um, He's lost his mind. I think they're trying to phase him out. Like they kept him out of the bubble, so that was positive. Um, back to Paul calling out Richard Jefferson, though. Were you saying Richard Jefferson's trash? It is annoying how he just makes like 69 jokes and Reddit just loves him. I've just weirdly, in recent years, just find him really annoying. 
I don't know what it is. It's a thing with comedy it's though. It's like he's just yeah. Constantly cracking I, but jokes the weird thing is, I should I should like him because I get annoyed when guys just have a boring and don't ever say anything. Fun. Don't try and make a joke. So I should love him, but for some reason I just find him annoying. And it's I wish I didn't, but um, feel you. But JT? with Mark Jackson, Jackson. I, just occasionally he really cracks me up. Like that one where he. It's more other people calling him out for saying dumb stuff mm. or um, him just trying to say something really cool and it just not being... Like, mm. one of my favorite calls of the... Um, uh, bubble. Uh, both bubble. Both of my favorite calls. The first one where it was like, if you do that in my park, you're not going home. <laughs> and then JPN was like, you're going to kill him? They and murder then, um, you for an <laughs> offensive foul? And then the other one I loved was when Kyle Lowry like shot a fadeaway fell on the ground and then kind of started doing this crawl up the court. Yeah. And he was like, oh, mama, there goes that man, Kyle Lowry, turn around, fade away, hit the ground, swim. <laughs> and I just loved him saying, because he was kind of swimming up the court. <laughs> but just like, I don't know. I Occasionally. Catch, I, I, can I say, I reckon his catchphrases are good. He just uses them too much. Like, mama, there goes that man. Was cool. It's just it was cool ten years ago, and he said it too much. Hand down, man. Down. Hand down, man. Down was cool. Oh, he sucks. <laughs> no, no, but but back in but back in two thousand and four or whatever, when he first was saying hand down, man down, like that was a good call. We I used think to say it at basketball training. I want him to get a coaching job because I think it would be crack up. Yeah, like I didn't appreciate get him in there. At the I didn't really know anything about him as a coach when he was the coach. Yeah. Oh my! Do you know any? Of this? You don't know the stories, Paul? Or, or did you say you do know them? Uh, uh, what are the stories? He sounds insane. He tried to he tried to heal um, Curry's ankle with holy water. Yeah. So this is why I he want him back. Like, <laughs> like get him to the Knicks or something. It'll be awesome. So apparently Van Gundy was um, pretty close to that Rockets job. Yeah, that right. Sad it didn't work through. But that would have been quite isn't interesting. Van, Both Van, Van Gundy's, Gundy's going back. somewhere, right? Uh, stands oh, you at meant, the Pelican. Yeah, and right. Jeff you was going to go to the Rockets. You meant Jeff. Sorry. That's so funny. Um, I'm, I just want to say... Yeah, I'm, there's no magic mayhem today, but shout out Stan Van Gundy. Congrats on yeah, I love Stan. And congrats on Fidget from my magic coach Steve Clifford for getting that chip for all the magic fans out there everywhere. What? Well, not the only what? Steve oh, Clifford who, connection. No. I, Sorry, who was the coach oh, of the Vogel. Lakers? Frank Vogel. No, we don't we don't mess with him. Ah. Sorry, we don't JT. Like him. Well, Paul, I thought that um, Stephen Silas might have been the magic player of the week because didn't he fill in for Steve Clifford when Steve Clifford was? Injured? Was that the magic? What, you're, uh, you're, not, you know, when Steve Clifford, is a Clifford was sick? Um, yeah, I know. Wasn't Cl yeah, Clifford he did was get sick, sick, but that was, that was ages ago. What are you talking about? I'm Stephen Silas. Oh, okay. So, so, <laughs> You've lost sorry, I'm just talking about actual basketball. Stephen Silas is the new coach of the Rockets. Is he's it? A former of it. Yeah, he's a former assistant, and his and the only like sort of head coach experience he had that. was filling in for Clifford. Yeah. Wow. Well, I did not see that hiring anywhere. What was that on the front page of NBA Reds? Was it just today? It? Uh, I'm not sure when it happened. I saw it on Twitter and did some reading about who he was. Pre He's the son of famous coach Paul Silas. Yeah, it happened 11 hours Pretty ago. funny to hear um, To hear Maury is probably going to the 76ers, right? Is that confirmed? Uh, that's confirmed, and I'm wait, so thought, happy. Wait, where's it's, Doc Rivers? They should make a reality show. Doc Rivers is the coach. Oh. They've got the coach first. Classic, yeah, wow. um, classic stupidity from uh, the Sixers. I would watch a reality show. And the best thing, the, the Sixers are such a weird organization. So they've invited <laughs> Elden Brand to stay on if he wants to while hiring someone to have his job. <laughs> <laughs> How awkward. so weird. 
But um, also, that could not be a weirder team for Maury to go to. Yeah. Like, he's gone from all oh. three-point shooting to None. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Um, sorry, continue with the quiz. Uh, oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, sorry. We'll rip, rip through this because there's some good ones coming up. Fakest tough guy. Two responses. Well, it's always going to be two. Paul George and Dwight. Correct answer. Guy Williams. It's Dwight. Four yes. points. So, guys, guys pulled ahead. I don't reckon he's... To me, he doesn't have... T- I wouldn't call him a tough guy. No, he's a fake tough he's guy. He's fake tough guy. Yeah, but he, to, you've got to try and be a tough guy i don't i don't see it oh like definitely it. he, was, he like, was trying to be tough in the playoffs yeah nah yeah okay i guess okay next one most likely to be wait, secret mega because briefly there was a, um recently i think one of his um baby mamas Uh-oh. was like oh no here's <laughs> what happened he was he was doing Instagram live or something during the celebrations in the locker room, Uh-oh. and while he was doing it, he accidentally flipped <laughs> to his texts, and people saw his texts on the screen, and it was I think his text with his current girlfriend, who is I think a WNBA player, and she was like getting mad at him for something, and he was like being like, "Man, it's no issue or whatever," yeah. and and then one of his ex partners who has kids with him Uh-oh. was like. Um, was like calling her like a name or something because he was she was calling her a name because um she Can was like it's the, the happiest no no I don't know if he, she actually called her a name it was just a weird thing I said um but you know she was like I can't believe she would ruin the happiest moment of his life like this or something but then um I think it was all in that surely Dwight's happiest moment would be the birth of his eleven children yeah but one of the children. Then did a, I think a video, being like, as of right now, he's like a young boy, like he's like, ten years old or something, and he's like, as of right now, I hate you. Wow. And he was like, you <laughs> never spend time with us. <laughs> yeah. You never hang out with us. Well, he's in the, he's in the NBA. I in the hate bubble. you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, would you hate? Dwight? I'd hate Dwight if he was my I dad. I hate too. Dwight. Yeah, I mean, I hate Dwight. And he's not my dad. Um, <laughs> so you can imagine how bad it'd be if he I'm was. I'm glad my dad. he's not my dad. I'm glad he's not my dad too. If him, so I don't I'm know for you. sure he's not my dad. I'm, I'm with you, and I wish I apologise for Paul George. So, sorry, I, uh, I really struggled okay. with that. Sorry, um, speed round, speed round. Let's go, JT. Okay, okay. Most likely to be secret mega, a la Andrew Bogut. Okay, um, responses: Dwight Howard or Josh McGetty. <laughs> And the second one, oh, I hate to give a uh, guy the second point, but I think Paul's won this with Kawhi. Oh, I put Kawhi, I didn't think... I? That was mine. Guy yeah. put Kawhi. Yeah, the... yeah, Guy, sorry, I'm giving it to Guy. Yeah. No, okay, you guys probably don't know Josh Majet. He's this white guy who is on the bench for the Magic. <laughs> and if you saw him <laughs> and his face, you would say, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got like, uh, um, um, yeah, he's wearing, yeah, he's wearing okay, like a... Okay, I accept Kawhi. I accept Kawhi, yeah. He, 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 okay, five. Qu- yeah. there's five questions to go to decide it all. Okay, most drip, 1920. The answers were Kelly Obra Jr. And the second answer was, I hate drip. Who would want it? Anyone who wants it doesn't have it. The correct answer is Kelly Obra Jr. Congratulations, yes. Paul. Thank you. One point to you. And I reckon Damn he's it. won it about three years in a row. Yeah, he's very drippy. He, okay, okay some of his, like, just as an example, one of his photos, because I went through, I was like, I, that was... Paul, you can't have a long story after everyone. No, but this was maybe the one I took the most serious, so we got to do some banter. Yeah. And, um, you know, I looked at <laughs> Russell Westbrook's account. I, look, I just looked at a lot of Instagrams, 
and Kelly Oubre really sealed the deal with one of his pregame <laughs> looks, which was, okay, he was wearing, like, maybe some black tight, like, leather pants, and then, like, a black, like, vest, like, leather vest, like, unbuttoned, and then underneath he had what was essentially, like, a skin-tight fake skin covered <laughs> in tattoos. Sick. It was crazy. Okay, continue. Like a morph suit. That is... Um, okay, most shocking bubble look slash condition. The answers provided was James Harden, followed by Mark Gasol. The second was Paul George, Giannis, and Westbrook. So neither of you really quite get in the uh, the sort of lot, the sort of um, how, how you approach a survey or quiz generally. Well, wait, but so both guy put Paul George, Russell Westbrook, <laughs> Giannis, and Giannis. Yeah. What did you mean? Nah. I went, he, he came in like an idiot and he went out like an idiot and oh, his MVP was trash. Wait, he you were saying, punch himself in the face. But look, Paul George needs to think about quitting basketball and Russell Westbrook straight up had COVID. Yeah, but like, like, that's a yeah, bad, no points for you, Paul. That's a no, bad no, no points for you, guy. <laughs> okay, I assumed it was who showed up in the worst shape. Like, yeah, physically. they yeah, were you're terrible. Right. They were ass. You're right, Paul. Russell so Westbrook had po- COVID. They can't get worse shape than that. Did you see Paul, you get the- Mark you Gasol. get the half point. <laughs> and James Harden. Who, what was the, what what was the, the answer, answer, JT? What was the answer? Yeah, the answer is Mark Gasol, and so Paul gets half a what point. What about okay. Zion? But, okay, can we just re- reminisce? Cause I re- Zion is clinically obese. Was he in the bubble? Yeah. I didn't see him. But he, 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 he missed it, most of the games because he was in such bad shape. They were worried his, his, yeah, his but heart was going to explode. That was to be expected. Like, Mark Gasol, I was expecting him to help the Raptors win a back-to-back title. <laughs> and instead he came and he was like, he was just a dead body out there, like this, like bloated. <laughs> he was you just know, lying on the side of the court. You know that, you uh, know that famous photo of Mark Gasol when he's a teenager and he's really chubby? Yeah, he's back. But if you did that before and after, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, can we just reminisce? Because I rewatched the video of the beard has arrived in the bubble and him getting out of the car at the hotel and walking Visible up. Visible And yeah, and that's why I put him because I was like, that was shocking. He just had a, a big beer gut. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, he might be able to get rid of it before the games start. No, on the games, he's just running around. But anyway. he, he played all right, though. Russell, Russell Westbrook had Russell. COVID. Anyway, continue. Three more questions, guys. Let's and it's it. currently even. It's 3.5 each. What? Most likely, to, most likely to be reported to have dropped 20 pounds in preseason. I've got Nikola Jokic for the sixth season in a row and James Harden, <laughs> but I'm afraid it's, it's zero points to both of you. What? Zion Williams. Zion Williams is a lock to be re- the most re- reported. The nah, first one's yeah. reported. Zion will be like, he will, they will like have, he's lost like 30 kgs. Like, he, he's got to be, nah, surely. I, I accept that. It, it 20 will pounds be, is not much. It's like be, 5 kgs, isn't it? But it's going to be a story for so long. It's just going to be like a constant. Um, yeah, true. They should hire a coach purely to deal with like the interviews and stuff around that, like like the Pelicans should have like um, Zion's the, weight coach, like a body shaming guy that like just takes all the body shaming questions. Yeah, yeah. He's hey, like, just just a, just a heads up um, t- for New Zealand listeners: um, twenty pounds is actually nine kg, so it's not it's quite substantial. Continue. So, um, one thing that um, Sophia, my wife and I, we had a theory during the playoffs that um, Ga- is it Gail Benson, owner of the Pelicans, she. Uh, before the one of their must-win games, well, they're all must-win, but their real crunch game, they're at the the pre-game commentators were like, "Oh, well, Gail Benson surprised them with some uh, New Orleans cooking during the week to like Uh-oh. get their spirits up." 
But we were like, as soon as we heard that, we're like, they've, they've lost. Like, <laughs> yeah. can you think of a worse food to eat than like jambalaya? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, you, you, you got to know they were just That's why heaping it on. People were saying it was bad that he got drafted there because, like, I don't know. Surely, like, in some place, where would be the healthiest place? I was just thinking that. I was like, Portland. Alaska. Alaska. They're all like, um, Alaska doesn't have a team. LA. I reckon Portland, they're all like vegans. And <laughs> JT, you idiot. <laughs> JT's like, oh, what do I have all this Alaska Mariners gear then? Sorry, continue. What about um, Orlando? Because so Miami, I think, is like too party-y. But Orlando, you've got the climate. So you're going to be sweating a lot of heat and losing. I don't think Orlando have any restaurants that aren't chain fast food restaurants. Yeah, okay, you got me. <laughs> JT. Okay, next one. Be- biggest frenemy duo. The answers were Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, or Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, and the second answer was Smart and Tatum. Now, I am going to give Guy half a point here. Smart and Brown. The correct. The correct. No, the correct answer is Tatum and Brown. Yeah, yeah. They, there's a lot, a lot of talk how they're best friends, but it was apparent like there is beef. Yeah, it's just like the the town's not big enough for two budding superstars, eh? And I think Tatum, they look like they're all going to Tatum and Brown, I like more. I think Brown should get it. He's, yeah, I like Brown. But can we talk about like the Donovan Mitchell Rudy Gobert? No, nah, they, they I think they're just enemies. They're not frenemies. No, they became they're friends enemies. at the end. They, they liked each other when they were up 3-1 and then probably hate each other now they're down 3-1. Next question. Okay, this is the final question. Can I just ask, say why I didn't yep. answer the others? was because it was like a number. Like I tried typing in and it said it needs to be a number. Yeah, JT. Like the form <laughs> JT was stuffed up the um, So charts. if you want to ask the questions, we could probably answer them real quick. Oh, because this makes a lot of sense because... Because <laughs> we both weren't answering. The final question was going to be most headlines per minute played and I had one response, which was the number three. Yeah. Yeah. Because you couldn't type in uh, this will be the number. This will be the decider. You guys tell me. I think... Um, Paul, you should have to go first because Guy is leading, and this is for all the marbles. Wow. And there is one, there's one answer I'll give for a full point, and there is a clear half a point answer. So is it of so, this year? Of this year. Most headlines per minute of actual basketball play. I honestly think there's two answers. Okay. You say that it's clear there's only one. No, there's two, but the one I think is clearly ahead. There's um, two answers. Well... It's Zion and Kyrie. For me. That's, uh, I'm not going to comment until guys put his in. I actually don't know. Um, I was going to say Zion, but now I feel like I have to have a different answer. I, it, it's got to be obvious. I'm going to kick myself when you tell me who this is. I would like to say most headlines per minute played. I've, I can add a third name as well. I don't want to cho- chuck in your third name. LeBron James, and I know he played a lot of played minutes. Played a lot of minutes. But, but, no, but when you see, I looked at a, a visual of the headlines, and he gets so, it was just Bleach Report. Yeah. But it was literally 100 yeah. times everyone else. So it doesn't matter how many minutes you played. Yeah, his stats were still going to be crazy. So I, I'm going to play it safe and just say, say Zion, because that's who I was thinking. I can't think of anyone else. Okay. The correct answer is Kyrie and Dion Waiters. Ooh. <laughs> Dion Waiters played <laughs> nothing and <laughs> did edibles on a plane and yeah. had a paranoid, yeah. like a 
And then a, a, panic attack. a lot of articles about like, he may be going to the Lakers. He signed with the Lakers. He's trained That's with right. the Lakers. He's not active for the Lakers. Um, wow. So, okay. So, so with that half a point, Paul has tied it up. So should we go cool. to some sort of yeah tiebreaker? Tie Let's do it. And yeah. Wow, this could not be any more exciting. The listeners are loving this. I was going to do Guy, best shoe Guy brand, go but you both, you, got, you both got that wrong because it's big baller brand and it is every year. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Right. There's no um, good shoe brand. Can I just say that? Like NBA basketball shoes are f. Like I can't. I couldn't think of a brand that I like. Like there's a few Nikes that are okay. All the Adidas are trash. Reebok doesn't exist anymore. Like yeah, it's just like no, no one is really. Everyone's embarrassing in shoes at the moment. Maybe it's just me out of date. Um, Jordan's trash. Who else makes shoes? Yeah, Jordan's real trash now. I'm a big. Uh, I'm a big uh, New Balance fan, but those are horrific. The new. Um, uh, Kawhi's are so bad. Yeah, let's hit us with the last okay. tiebreaker. Okay, here's the last one. All right, do you want one that you've already answered or one that you haven't answered? Oh, what, whatever you think's better, man. Go for it. Oh, you both... I was going to do Biggest Stud, but... Oh, yep, you're both wrong on Biggest Stud. The correct Biggest Stud is Jar Morant. And neither of you got that, unfortunately. I forgot he was in oh, the badly. NBA. Who is the Biggest Stud? Okay. Who do we put? I liked mine. Uh, you, I liked mine. Jonathan... Isaac, Jaron Jackson Jr. and John Collins, and you went LeBron or Jamal Murray. Yeah, that was good. Okay, I nailed that. Okay, here's here's the final one, and I'm gonna I'm whoever said Zion can have another go because it's not Zion. Biggest NBA hunk 1920, and this one I've said on the podcast a million times, <laughs> so I'm this should be easy. Biggest NBA biggest hunk 1920. Wait, what do you mean 1920? Like if it was the 1920s, who would be the biggest hunk? No, this season. Who's the biggest hunk? Who's not just the hunk, biggest hunk? 2020. Oh, yeah, I get yeah. it. Oh, sorry. 2020. Um, I was like, what the F? Oh, who have you said is the biggest hunk? Oh, it'll be it'll be someone stupid. I'm pretty sure you said Jamal Murray. Uh the biggest hunk. JT. It's someone weird. I think. No. Nah, well, the the correct answer is Serge Ibaka. So I'm gonna put in Serge Ibaka. Um. He's not of this year, historically and all time. That's true. What do you mean he's not of this year? No, he he didn't win it hey, this Paul, year. He didn't win it this year, so that's your go. Gone. Yeah, Paul, this is for all the marbles. Um. Oh, who would you think? End it. Put it it's, to the sword. It's going to be something weird. Um, I'm going to go Jalen Brown. Okay, I'm going to give Guy the win with a half point for Sergi Bucker because that is historically true. Oh, but I could have the you. correct answer is Ed Ritchie, Femi, Bam, Eddie Bale. <laughs> nah, that's not right. Put it on to him for MVP. <laughs> that's not right. He looks ridiculous, and his goatee is horrific. Um, he looks like this, a creative this, player yeah, on NBA 2. The other answer I would have... Donovan Mitchell I would have accepted as well. You, He's very hunky. Why do you just like guys it's with horrific Cal, it's, goatees? It's Kelly Oubre. Anyway, um, nah, he's not a hunk. Anyway, congrats, congrats, so guy. Pretty. Thank you so much, JT. Thank you, Paul. You tried your best, and thank you to everyone for listening to our podcast. Um, who knows? We might be back with a draft preview or something like that. We might not. We don't. We're sorry we're so inconsistent, but when you're putting oh. out the kind of quality that we're putting out every week, draft month, preview definitely coming. Yeah. Um, so you guys start yeah. prepping. I've I was doing I'm some in. prep today. Okay, as yeah, long I'll as be prepping. as long as it's for, good for people who don't give a shit about the draft. Can I uh, can I give some early teaser prep? Yeah. I, I think I think that um, what's Lonzo's brother's name again? Uh, I think his Lamelo. Lamelo. So Lamelo's got tattoos on his wrist, and I'm pretty sure he's got Fear God, but they look like run the wrong way to me. 
Godfear. So it looks like Godfear. <laughs> so that's just something to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah, wow. <laughs> really, glad, really glad you got that out. Um, that's all for this week. I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that. I always do it. Always will do it. I've been Sergi Bucket. <laughs> Thank you very much and good night. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.